Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. This week I want to talk about lying. It's one of those big topics, it comes up a lot and I think it also is one of those ones that causes so much frustration because it's really hard to get our heads around sometimes, isn't it? Why are they lying? Particularly those really blatantly obvious lies. So I wanted to talk through kind of some of the reasons for it and share a few ideas to help you resolve it. This is just an overview, um, but it will help you kind of think about lying, hopefully in a different way, uh, because I think it's such a challenging behaviour for so many of us to handle. Whether it's our children lying to us, whether it's other adults, it doesn't matter. I think it's one of those behaviours that is, is very frustrating. Like with everything... I tend to look at things like lying by looking at what is sitting underneath the behaviour. So whatever behaviour it is we're struggling with, what's causing that behaviour? What's driving that behaviour? And when we look at what's sitting underneath it, then over time we can start to change it. So some of you may be um, familiar with the idea of kind of an emotions iceberg, which um, you'll find on my Facebook page and places like that. And If we think about an iceberg, the bit of the iceberg that sits above the water is the emotion that we can see. So that could be control, anger, lying, those types of things, all of which are driven by behaviours that often are the bits of the iceberg below it that we can't see. And so what's sitting below the waterline are emotions like fear, hunger, anxiety, worry, all of those things and those are the behaviors that we want to support our child with we want to help them understand so that they can get to the point where they don't need to come out with control and anger and lying now obviously we all use those behaviors at some point in our lives it's not about totally getting rid of them i know that i still show anger sometimes i can still be controlling and let's be honest we all probably say little white lies sometimes i know i do particularly to my son you know um no the shop didn't have any more of that so i couldn't buy any more those kind of things so it's not about totally removing it but it is about helping them to realize they don't need to do it and other ways of helping them manage those underlying behaviors when we get annoyed with something if we can reframe how we see it if we can change it so that we can see the behavior as communication and help them realize or help us to realize that they it's their way of showing a particular emotion I think it can be much easier to deal with and I say much easier I know it's still really frustrating but when we reframe how we see it our internal response to it will be different because we can understand where it's coming from much more easily and then we can help them. There is something around if our child is telling us, you know, a blatant lie, then that is hard. You know, if they're holding a bar of chocolate in their hands and blatantly swearing blind that they haven't got that bar of chocolate in their hands, it's pretty triggering for us. Let's be honest, because you're like, oh, there you have, you've got it in your hand. But I think so often it's done as a way of avoiding an emotion or a a situation or something like that that maybe doesn't feel safe. Maybe it feels, you know, too scary to go there. Maybe they're worried they're going to get in trouble and really shouted at. And I think, 
you know, we all say things sometimes to avoid being told off. I'm sure there's been times when you've maybe told your boss you've done something and you haven't and you run off to do it quickly, hoping they won't notice you did it after you told them you'd done it. Because we don't want to get in trouble. That That's normal human behaviour. And, you know, when our child is lying, they're protecting themselves, possibly from a fear of rejection, from a fear of, you know, from self-hatred, any of those different things. And when we can see it from that point of view, we can see the lie very differently. And I think that just opens our eyes to understanding it a bit more and possibly being more compassionate to our child and understanding why they're doing what they're doing because they're trying to protect themselves. And that's all it is. Sometimes they are what we perceive as lying because their perception of the truth is different. Their memory of a situation may genuinely be different. So we do need to be aware that two people can see the same situation and see it very, very differently. And I think that's something to to really be aware of as well. Also think about how we can change maybe the the word lying. You know, is it are they actually lying or are they sharing their version of the truth? And again, sometimes that reframing of what's happening in our minds helps us to understand and respond in a different way. And it's also really natural part of child development to stretch the truth. We've all done it. If you've experienced, you know, if your child rather has experienced developmental trauma, they may not have learned that as part of their development. So they might be doing it as they're older now. It's really normal. Um, and it may have been a survival strategy for some of them. You know, lying may have helped keep them safe. So we just need to bear all of that in mind, but also understand that it is really, really, really frustrating. (laughs) I get it. I understand it. So I thought I would kind of share a couple of ideas to help resolve it, really, because when, as with everything, when we change as the adult, when we change our response to things, then we can start seeing change in our family, in our child. And this is the same whether you are dealing with escalations and you're, you know, learning to stay calm and manage it as you move through it and seeing the the knock on effect in terms of how your child behaves over the longer term or whether it is around, you know, other behaviours like lying. When we focus on connection and when we realise that as the adults, we can change our responses change the way we interact with our child in order to bring around change with them then we start to see big changes happening and that's the really powerful part of this if we reframe the way we respond to these types of behaviors our children over over time will learn that they don't need these behaviors and yes you know children will always lie to a certain extent you know particularly when they're teenagers you know if they're I don't know, they might be telling you they're going over to see a friend when actually they're going to stay the night at their boyfriend's house or something like that. You know, that's part of growing up and part of being a a teenager, particularly, or being a younger child. We've probably all done that. Uh, Sorry, mum, if you're listening. (laughs) We've probably all done that at some point in time. But I think... So we have to allow for some of that in terms of their their development. And I know it's frustrating. Um, You know, it, it really can be. But if we are not understanding of that as part of our development then we can't support them in understanding when they're lying because it feels safer or they're trying to avoid something if we can support them with that then they're going to also be more likely to be open and honest with us 
Because if we're not getting really angry at them and shouting at them when they tell us something or getting really cross, then there's less reason to lie because they know they can tell us something. And that doesn't mean we won't get angry, but that we still really love them and that it's safe to make a mistake, that it's safe to get something wrong, that it's, you know, it's okay. And when we do that, we're changing things. We're changing the relationship. We're we're supporting their self-development, their internal growth, their self-belief. And that is where we see the bigger change. So like with everything, it's about creating that connection and opening the doors to communication. So this isn't going to be resolved at the flick of a switch. You know, there's no magic wand that's suddenly going to stop your child from lying tomorrow. But if we stay calm, if we help them, if we work out what our own triggers are, or just be aware that this kind of behavior is really triggering for us, that can help. And when we respond with love and empathy and understanding and give them a way to potentially change their mind if they want to, whilst keeping their kind of um, the dignity intact, you know, if they back themselves into a corner, help them out of the corner. Don't push them into it even more. Help them out of it so that they can realize that it's okay to, you know, tell you the truth and go, actually, yeah, mum, I might have this bar of chocolate in my hands. That's much more important that we do that and we support them to do it without a sense of shame and then work through any feelings that they may be having you know if you've arguably blatantly lied because you've got that bar of chocolate in your hands you might feel really real deep feelings of shame because you've lied and so we then need to support our children to work through those feelings with empathy and love so that they don't sit inside them and they don't think they're a bad person, that they understand that that's one of those things that we've all, you know, I don't know, taken that bar of chocolate, maybe not all, I certainly did, take that bar of chocolate and held it behind our backs as we kind of sidled out the kitchen, knowing our hoping our parents won't notice that we have that bar of chocolate in our hands. Um, you know, and, and I think that's really quite normal. Um, I don't know, maybe that's me. <laughs> maybe I'm making excuses for things. I don't know. Um, but I think that's part of child development. And if we can, you know, respond with love and empathy over time, and I do mean over time, it could be a long time, we can start to see those changes coming through. So I know that lying is really, really frustrating. But like with anything, think about that iceberg and get to the bottom, to the root cause of why they're doing it. And the easiest way of doing that is by responding calmly with love and empathy. And then we can help them to move forward. So that is this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. Just some dropping some thoughts in really around this um, focusing on lying, but actually the thoughts will work for so many different situations, wouldn't they? We do have more training. Um, there is a whole workshop on this in the Connective Parenting Hub. Or if you want to find out more um, about Connective Parenting, then we're running an introductory session on Thursday, the 8th of July. Details are on the website. There's also a link in the show notes. So if you want to come along and join us, I will be going through this whole approach um, and sharing all the details with you, talking to you, helping you put it into practice within your family life. The details are all on the website if you want to have a look, sarahpfisher.com. So that is it for this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.